Hi there, everyone. Now, after you listen to this episode of the podcast, be sure to go over to We Ain't Got No Podcast, the Chelsea podcast from SB Nation, and you can listen to the sister episode of this podcast that involves me talking about Bayern Munich a little bit more in depth ahead of this game. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to yet another episode of Der Ausblick, where today we have a special treat. We have two guests from We Ain't Got No Podcast, the Chelsea fans podcast from SB Nation. I'm joined by Jimmy and Rom. How are you guys doing today? Grüße Gott fürs Einladen. Sehr schön, so da am Podcast teilzuhaben. Das ist nicht schlecht. So, sorry about that. I do. No, feel free. Just go ahead and... Uh, Go right ahead and show off for all of us. I wish I could speak German. I wish I could speak any other language than English, but, uh, you know, languages are hard for me. But go ahead. Go ahead and just rub it in. Rub it in for all of us. I, I just wanted to show that the Chelsea fan can have another side than just, you know, <clears throat> speaking English. It's very important in these days uh, with Britain not necessarily uh, <laughs> having the best of images. Uh, anyway, yeah. no, thank you for inviting us. Oh. It's uh, really good to be on here. And I can't speak German, but hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way that we kind of like to look at this is to kind of start things off with a couple of questions about the team, and then we will go into what we're going to predict for a uh, scoreline and um, I guess people that we're looking out for in this game. Uh, so to start off, you guys just came off of a big win against Tottenham, a 2-1 win. Um, this first game is going to be played in England at Stamford Bridge. Uh, the team looks relatively similar to Bayern's, at least in terms of injuries. Uh, who do you have currently on your injured list that you're going to really miss for this uh, for this first leg? Someone someone whom you know very well, Christian Pulisic. <laughs> he is he's been injured for what two months, three months, now, Jimmy? I, I I think he's. Uh, he, I think he's he missed... played at the start of January. Oh, start of January, mistaken. yeah. Mm. He's, he's minutes have been paltry in 2020, and he's just keeps. The, the recovery period just keeps going on and on for him. It was initially supposed to be a, I don't know, not not such a long-term injury, but then, yeah, it's it's, it's been a while now. Um, and he's not back, and I don't know when he'll be back. But, yeah, we're going to miss him. Um, mm. Sure. And who else, Jimmy? Uh, are we are we mm. actually missing that many injured players at the moment? We well, there were, is one, but now... There is one yeah, big yeah, yeah, who's confirmed to be out, and that will be yeah. in Golo Kante. Um, some might have heard of him. Um, yeah, he is an important player for us. Though I will say that he hasn't really been in good form as he, you know, he's he's had good displays, but not compared to what one knows him for from the previous seasons where back-to-back league winner, impeccable in his position, the best if well, some would say, uh, including Chelsea fans. So, um, yeah, that will be a big miss. Now, looking at your team in terms of output, uh, 
it seems relatively spread out throughout the uh, throughout your Champions League campaigns. You got two from Aspilicueta, one from Reese James, two from Jorginho, one from Willian, one from Mateo Kovacic, one from Pulisic, and one from Batshuayi, as well as two from Tammy Abraham. Do you expect that the team's going to be equally spread out in its scoring in this game, or do you think that they're going to try to focus on one or two players more than others? That's a very difficult question. I mean, it depends on whether he, uh, Frank Lampard being he, um, plays with Olivier Giroud or Tammy Abraham. Uh, I feel as if uh, Tammy Abraham has been well played in that he's been able to let the others play off him, um, run into space, and just that's basically been what Frank Lampard has won our team to do. With Olivier Giroud... um, which will be the more pragmatic approach, uh, which even at Stamford Bridge, we might be aiming to go with against someone like Bayern Munich, safe approach. Then you could see maybe uh, everything trying to hit, reach the head of Olivier Giroud. I mean, Reese James, we might still mention him. He's a fantastic cross of the ball. For his young age, he is phenomenal. And if his crosses do find Olivier Giroud who is so prolific in the air that could be our main outlet it doesn't have to be the case difficult to say really I would agree with that I think that um, Bayern is going to be a difficult team to attack but I think that Reese James will be key along with Mason Mount because they're going to try and win the ball back high I think even if it's against Bayern Mount will be highly crucial in that and I think Abraham is definitely coming back because if he was fit enough for a 20-ish minute cameo at the, oh sorry, or a 15 to 20-ish minute cameo at the end of the Tottenham game, I think that they will they will start him against Bayern Munich, and that will be the main outlet. I think in general we have struggled for variants of goal threat because, as I mentioned, Pulisic was one, but he's out injured. Obviously, he he was a big threat uh, to and within the penalty area. And now that we lost him, I think a lot of it just rests on Abraham unless you're going to have like a Marcus Alonso Perler or something again. But yeah, I uh, agree with Jimmy. I think it's going to be Reese James and uh, Abraham who are going to be sort of the main outlets or the danger men. Looking back on the 2012 Champions League final teams that were put out, which I'm sorry for all of my people. We don't want to... <sighs> don't want to think about it anymore, but uh, the teams look wildly different from each other, right? The only the only two players that played in the final that are still with Bayern are Manuel Neuer, Jerome Boateng, and Tomas Müller with um, Lom, Timoshuk, Contento, Schweinsteiger, Kroos, uh, Ribery, Robin, and Mario Gomez all gone. Similarly for Chelsea, the only player that Chelsea has that is still with the team is Frank Lampard. Uh, oddly enough, and he's been your first-year manager, and he seems to have done a very amazing job with the team so far. How got how impressed have you guys been with him? I've I've, I've been. Before I say that, I, I just think back to how Timoshuk was playing centre-back and Contento was playing left-back for Bayern that day. 
and it's, it's it's genuinely crazy. It was a Champions League final, and yeah, we were without David Alaba for that game. Yeah, that was that was crazy, and we were playing Ryan Burton at left wing, and that just these these things happened in an actual Champions League final, and I still find it hard to believe at times. But yeah, going back to Lampard, we have discussed how to evaluate him for long and hard. Jimmy and I have, and. I think the overall consensus is that he is doing fine. He's he's doing fine. We we the the best we hoped for at starting the season was maybe have a top four finish. A top four finish would be nice. Personally, I expected us to finish somewhere between fifth to seventh, and I was I was mentally prepared for the season out of Europe or a season playing Thursday night football. But he's we're still fourth, and we, we still have like a four-point lead on the teams that are below us, and we've just made some distance between our closest contenders, which are Tottenham, and obviously, as a somewhat rookie manager with just a season's worth of football in the championship, at that with him, he's he's made mistakes. There are things that he does wrong. There are things that we can see he does wrong, whether that's in terms of lineups or training habits, which we think could be a cause of the number of injuries we've had lately and in-game management, just anything you can think of in relation to hurdles that a young manager might have in his way. Lampard has them all, but he gets the club, and sorry to say he gets the club like Yerda or something, but he, he, he does get the club and he has made the pathway from the academy to the first team so much better than it's ever been in my living memory, to be honest. Uh, and if, if if he's doing all that and he's trying to establish a new identity of football while still being fourth and after having lost Eden Hazard and no players brought in, I think I think he's doing a decent job at the very least. Wouldn't you agree, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's not much to add to that. Um, one of those points of criticism was painfully evident the other week against Manchester United that the in-game management just wasn't good enough. The lineup wasn't good enough. I mean, those are always the points where as fans, it's easy to criticize. I know, but there was just evidently a dysfunctional side out there. And if Frank Lampard were to make similar mistakes against Bayern, I'm very sure that despite Bayern not having the best of seasons, he will undoubtedly Uh, make us pay for that much more than Manchester United ever could in their current form. So for all the good he has done, and I must say he has uh, gone beyond expectations, as Ram has already mentioned, um, he's still prone to mistakes, and uh, to making mistakes, sorry. So we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, the expectation is, of course, that maybe this will be... um, our end to the Champions League season, nevertheless getting out of the very tough group stage and not having two transfer windows, basically. I mean, we did have the January one, but we didn't bring anyone in despite injuries and uh, so on. He's doing a, a, a good job. And um, whether we are then able to beat you in the Champions League or not, that won't change that. Uh, final thing before we get into predictions. The team that Chelsea has has been interestingly brought about mostly because of the fact that Chelsea hasn't been able to have much of a transfer policy in light of the ban but 
as a result of that, Chelsea have been bringing up a lot more of their youth players. How has that worked out so far for you guys, I would say, in the whole? Yeah, um, well, quite well. We didn't really have another choice at the start of the season. Um, it's taken a bit, but Mason Mount was fantastic at the start of the season. Tammy Abraham also, it was like a duck taking to water. He, he, he did very well. Um, there were some blips, partially still are, as Tammy Abraham hasn't really been scoring uh, recently. Um but they have exceeded expectations. Mason Mount is an integral part of this team, as is Tam Abraham. Reese James is going to be our starting right back for the next 10 years, I'd expect. Um, and yeah, we've got several others coming through, like a certain Callum Hudson Odoi, or um, in, in midfield, a Billy Gilmer, who's now been um, uh, take brought into the uh, first team on a permanent basis. Uh, so it's also great to see Frank Lampard wants to t- play with these youngsters, whether we've got a transfer ban or not. And that's great to see because it's a complete uh, 180 degree um, change to what we have actually had in the past. And that is buying players for the sake of buying players. And that's no longer the case. And that's great to see. Yeah, we've we've been... We've saved ourselves a lot of money, to be honest, by bringing in players like Mason Mount and Abraham and Reese James and um, even Hudson Doy, Tomori. It's just even even if they don't pan out as like you know elite level prospects, they're still going to save us from the like from having to buy the likes of Danny Drinkwater and David Zapacosta, or even even someone like Alvaro Morata, to be honest. So that's or or team or Bakayoko. I mean, I could go on. You get the gist. But yeah, it just it feels very good. It feels very satisfying as a fan to see that number of young players come through to the first team. I mean, I'm sure you can relate, as I'm sure it's it's the same for any football fan anywhere, but especially at a club like Chelsea, at a club like Bayern, where um, the pathway is usually blocked because of the spending power that these clubs wield despite having good quality academies. When young players make it, there is genuinely very few better feelings than that. So, yeah, it's it's been amazing to watch as as a personally it's been like a dream for me. So, yeah, I, I honestly don't have a single complaint. I would I would even take it if we finished sixth and ended up feeling like five or six academy players ready to be very important first-team players next season. But yeah, don't don't tell in anyone I said that. So looking now at the Chelsea roster, each of you uh, pick one player that you think is going to be the most crucial to helping you guys come out with a victory. Um, yeah, as, as I've told you before, it's going to be Reese James for me. I think that... I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he will take Bayern by surprise. And that much that much physicality and energy and being difficult to beat one-on-one and in, with the addition of being a threat um, with his crosses is, is going to... It's just going to be a lot for Bayern to handle down their left and down our right. So I think that if we had Aspilicueta there, for example... Playing a right wing back instead, you wouldn't you wouldn't even have 
50% of the same threat as Reese James carries overall. So I think that he's also obviously going to be very important in dealing with Bayern's very, very potent left-hand side. So he's the man for me. Um, yeah, same as Ram. I, I have to stay with my choice that we made in the reverse uh, podcast um, episode. So that will be Andreas Christensen. He knows the Bundesliga. He will know Bayern Munich. He's been going from strength to strength uh, in recent weeks. He is becoming an integral part of our defensive setup. And he's just generally been, been performing very, very well. Uh, so as our attack has always been kind of unreliable in recent times, because once they score, once they don't, being clinical in front of goal isn't a given for Chelsea Football Club this season. Defensively, being defensively sound also hasn't been, but Andres Christensen has contributed to easing that uh, anxiety that we've developed uh, in recent months. And that's why I'd say he will hopefully give Robert Lewandowski and whoever starts for you up front a run for their money. That'll be an interesting thing to see if uh, if that if there's anybody in the world, not just not just to rub it into Chelsea, but if there's anybody in the world that could slow down the absolutely torrid pace that Robert Lewandowski has been on so far this year. Uh, for my money, just to toss in my Bayern Munich player to watch out for, uh, it would probably have to be either David Alaba or Alfonso Davies, specifically because of the Bayern Munich backline injuries that we've had so far. It'll be interesting to see any if anybody can be able to match Davies for pace on the Chelsea team you have some very young very fast players like him as well so that will be fun to watch but more importantly I want to be able to see how David Alaba is able to command that that back line now that it's almost pretty much set in stone that for the rest of the year he's probably going to be one of our center backs I want to really see how he does on a larger stage on a big European night uh, like this one coming up. So now, what do you guys think will be the scoreline for this match? I'm interested to hear your thoughts, and then I'll give my opinion as well, and I'm going to give my audience a spoiler alert. I imagine that they're not going to say that Bayern Munich is going to win this one. Actually, Jimmy has been Jimmy is known far and wide online for his, his pragmatism, so... You might you might hear him say something like that. <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to be cautious here because I know how uh, much of a threat Bayern Munich can be. I mean, I watch them uh, as often as I can, um, despite the animosities that we have between Chelsea and Bayern Munich that have developed over the last 15 years or so. Bayern Munich is a fantastically run club, and they are one of the biggest clubs in the German Bundesliga history. So, you know, kudos to them for that. And one should never be too pretentious to think, hey, we're going to win this. You know, even being positive, remaining positive here. I think that for Chelsea, it will be a draw. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw, which we'll be taking into the game against Bayern at the Allianz Arena in a few weeks' time. And... I think that we will manage to get something out of the game. 
I think that everyone expects us to get thrashed, you know, the same way everyone thought that we'd get absolutely obliterated by Liverpool um, every single time we played them this season. But <laughs> we didn't, actually. We, we played quite well. And as goes for Man City, uh, and I'm talking about Chelsea fans here, by the way. It's Chelsea fans who say, oh my God, we're going to get absolutely destroyed, blah, blah, blah. But I think that we'll, we'll get something out of this. I think it's going to be a plucky encounter for Bayern and that Chelsea will snatch a 2-1 victory here and then there'll be all all of it to play for when they go to the Allianz Arena and that is going to be one tense encounter. So, yeah, blockbuster stuff. Hmm. Depends which Chelsea turns up, you know, that yeah. I think that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Very true. Well, apparently, Bleacher Report in their FIFA sim said that over two legs it was going to be a two-nil Chelsea win. So, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that one. At least from our perspective, I people who have been listening to this for a while also know that I like to be relatively pragmatic with my decisions and my predictions and I'm not always just going to be the person that says oh Bayern are perfect Bayern are going to win absolutely everything because we're not um I also think that Bayern is going to have a really really rough time I've been thinking about this for a while and as much as this Chelsea team has not had the larger names that they've had before I think you guys can agree with me on this that's not necessarily a bad thing because their young academy prospects have come up and they've really stepped up into a big role with them and they've done really really well right like we look at the names like Tammy Abraham who's got two goals and an assist over six Bundesliga appearances you've got players like Callum Hudson-Odoi who every Bayern Munich fan should remember right combined with more relatively developed players like Ross Barkley, like Mishi Bachuai, like Cesar Aspeliqueta. So looking at this and looking at the roster and looking at your last performance that you guys had against Tottenham, I'm also inclined to make this a draw. But I think it's going to be a relatively more high-scoring draw. I think it's going to finish with a 2-2 draw. I think that we can expect a Chelsea corner that goes in maybe off of the head of somebody like Jorginho. And then I think that Tammy Abraham is also going to... um, chip in with a goal on the Bayern side I could see Thomas Muller getting one I could see Gnabry getting one I could see Robert Lewandowski getting one I could see Davies possibly coming in and chipping in with one so I think that I'll probably go with Muller and Lewandowski for this one and then of course we get to bring that fixture back to the Allianz Arena where it would take a team like the Liverpool team to break the uh defensive fortress that we make at the Allianz because they were I think they were the team that broke the um no loss streak for us during European competitions at the Allianz that we've been holding on to for a little while at least ever since the uh last time Real Madrid came and bought their way into a Champions League final at our behalf um so with that, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much, guys, for coming on. Uh, best of luck to you, but not really. Um, please be sure to 
listen to their podcast. If you know any Chelsea fans, uh, send them their way. Uh, be sure to like, rate, share, and subscribe to us on anywhere you get your quality audio content. And we will see you later. Until next time, Alfie Dezame.